Hello. Hey, what's up, girl? Did that sound so in- welcoming and inviting? I mean, to me, it did. <laughs> That's all I strive for. Oh, thank you. I just like it when you sing words. <laughs> when I say, bye. And hi. What is up? Hello. <laughs> um, I've been watching Friends a lot lately. Like, I'm rewatching it. Uh-huh. And I really want to start calling people honey because Jennifer Aniston calls people honey. And I just think it's so cute. But I don't feel like I can do it organically. I love her and her nipples so much. And her long hair, Bruce Willis phase, obsessed. Oh, you can tell she's getting railed by Brad Pitt on the I regular. love, love that phase of her in mm-hmm. Friends. I love her so much. Like right when she gets her job at Ralph Lauren. Yes. Yeah. Oh, shout so out, hot. Jenny Aniston. We want to marry you. P.S. I, I, she's one of my girl crushes. Me too. But Me too. only that that era. Not yeah. so much like the oh, morning show era now. We have I'm the not... exact same era of love. I love her. I love oh, her. Okay. There's these pictures that she did for Vogue, I think, where she's wearing like a circus like jacket. Uh-huh. I'll find them and I'll send them to you. I feel like that. I know what you're I feel like I know the shoot you're talking about. I love her so much. I do also too. I feel like David Schwimmer is um like a sociopath (laughs) yeah i something in the mouth no like in the show like in real life he's a real asshole i've heard but like on the show i feel like he has some type of mental illness Hmm. we can talk about it later but yeah i guess i never really thought about that but i do i'm really freaked out by his mouth everything like the nose down just freaks me out about him He's emotionally abusive. He yeah. has a strange relationship with his mother. Mm. He's been married three times. Yeah. And Issues. he cannot commit. And then he like is so jealous of Jen Annis of like <laughs> whatever. I could go on and on. I really want to like psychoanalyze his brain. Because I interesting. Do um, but oh I'm Crystal, by the way. <laughs> I'm Stacy. Hi guys. This is the Itty Bitty Belly Committee podcast. What? Well, I thought this was the it. friends podcast. I Damn mean, it. it can be. <laughs> Clearly, you and I talked about doing one on girls, but I feel like I lost momentum because I started watching it and I was like, God, I really hate um, the lead character from girls. What? I just don't like her. I love Jess. I like Jess. Oh, yeah, me too. I like Lena Dunham. I think she's fucking hilarious. I also, side note, I started watching Amy Schumer's new show, Life and Beth. Uh Uh-huh. I haven't seen it, but I've like seen trailers and stuff. Mm, I want to like it. No, my friend yeah. was, like told me, oh my God, it's so funny. And she and I usually love the same shit. I started, I watched the first episode and I felt, I didn't laugh once, not once. And I, I felt really cringy mm. and like it was really heavy and I didn't like it. I'm not a huge fan. And the woman who plays her mother in the show is two years older than her in real life. Oh, that's weird. Get out of here. Yeah. But, that's really weird. Um, no, I'm not a big fan of hers. Doesn't matter. Yeah. Well, I've also heard that she allegedly, because I don't want to get sued by Amy Schumer, she steals a lot of her acts from other comedians. Like a lot. Wow. So, fuck her. Yeah. Her, her new tour is called The Horror Tour, which I think is really funny. <sighs> and we should have named our podcast The Horror Tour. But Seriously. So, yeah. Um, <laughs> I got a new car, which is pretty <gasps> exciting, by the way. Congrats. 
Congrats. Yeah. My new husband bought me a car, which was amazing. I have shared before I had to file bankruptcy on my company. So Mm -hmm. I am, I went from having an 800 credit score and a Nordstrom platinum card to being a loser. So my hubby uh, co-signed on my ass, which was amazing because I have to rebuild my credit. Um, Thanks federal government. But my car is really cute. It was it's a 2020, so it's not brand new. Uh-huh. But it only had 700 miles on it, and so it's basically new. Yeah. And we got a really good deal on it. The payment's super affordable, and because I live in Oregon, my insurance is fifty dollars a month. What? Full coverage. Yeah. Jeez, they trust um, you. And then also my taxes for the car were hundred dollars because there's like no tail no sales tax in Oregon. Jeez, that's crazy. Yeah. I'm not well, really... congrats. That's exciting. Mm-hmm. Buying a new car is such a painful process. I know I was texting you. Done. I was texting you like I don't want to do it. I hate it. I hate yeah. it. I left in the middle of it and went and got Wendy's. That's smart. Because I feel like yeah. they break you down until you're mm-hmm. so like sugar deprived and like mm-hmm. your blood sugar's low. Like you know what I mean? They just not they, this bitch. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, they nope. wait. I literally I'll tell them I don't want to put any money down. I want my payment to be about $300 a month. I want gap insurance. I want full warranty. And you can either figure it out or you won't. And I've got 45 minutes. And then I just sit back. I love that. I'm yes. totally stealing that. I'll go with you next time I buy a car. Okay. I, I've literally made a car salesman cry before. So. Oh, wow. Crystal. I feel like I'd be a really good car salesman too, by you the way. You would. But whatever. Ruthless. I love it. I'm ruthless. Um, what are we talking about tonight? I was thinking, and we were discussing, we should talk about snacking after surgery. Trigger warning. Um, also, P.S., probably one of my favorite topics. <laughs> I love a good snack. Who doesn't love a good snack? I think my husband's kind of a snack, too. I know, right? Your husband's a snack. I feel like we're snacks, too, actually. Well, I do pe- tell people to eat me a lot, so. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> Convenient. Yeah, no, I think snacking is such a cool, like, topic. I know that it's something mm-hmm. that I genu- generally, when I'm making a lot of progress in my weight loss journey, I'm not snacking often or much. Mm-hmm. Um, because I really try to just stick to my, you know, meal time, and I really focus on, you know, six to seven ounces per meal, and just sort of, I mean, and that's just like a loose, like, listen, I don't measure, do all the tracking, like, mm-hmm. do what your surgeon says, not what Stacy says. But I generally, like, I'm okay with three meals a day. But I've noticed lately, four has been kind of better, mm-hmm. and my fourth snack, well, my four, I'm gonna call it my my fourth time eating of the day we'll call it a snack it's definitely a snack um but I enjoy it and it's more out of just like mental health (laughs) that I'm reaching for it so yeah well I think we all have an unnatural way of eating before surgery and maybe after surgery like just in America in general facts and we have this food pyramid that's bullshit And we have been told, you know, if we look at the trends of like how we're like 50% of Americans are obese, like it's crazy as after the eighties, when they changed to like low fat, highly processed foods, like it's just shit. Right. And I think we have like this, that kind of goes into like, Oh, you can only have three square meals and maybe a snack and make sure you drink milk. And it's all this bullshit propaganda sold to us by lobbyists i mean i sat i could go off and be like a like 
uh, what's that called when you love conspir- a conspiracy theorists about all this? Like, I'm just saying, if you want to eat eight meals a day, that's actually what like really healthy people do. They just eat small micro meals all day. You know, like you don't have to conform to like what you think society or like our, our society tells you. And I also think it's really important to listen to your body. Cause I think everyone's mm-hmm. body's asking for something different. Like if you're taking fucking rumble classes a few times yeah. a week, like naturally my hunger has gone up from that. Of course. You know, I literally I just running, told it was the same thing. Yeah. I told Nat today cause she's been struggling with like snacking and she told me and sorry Nat if I'm busting you out right now but I love you and I know you're gonna be like oh my god she's talking about me she said she ate a cheese stick and what was the other thing a pickle or something oh my god and I was like smack her I was like you're beating yourself up about eating a a freaking pickle and a cheese stick like get out of here like you're like that's crazy and I'm not saying like she's crazy but that's crazy like but this is what diet culture and like all this shit does to us it really fucks with our heads and then also kind of what our surgeons tell us post-op like there is a holy grail that your surgeons are gonna pitch to you and you're gonna be like oh my god if I didn't get it right I'm gonna be like a total fuck up like I had my appointment you know with my for my follow-up of my nine months and one of the primary messages that my doctor gave me when we had that meeting or that appointment was that he said Now's the time to really tap into and listen to your body. If you are not hungry, don't force yourself to eat. If you're full, stop eating. Like just listen to your hunger cues. Listen to your fullness cues. Figure out a way to make this sustainable for life because that's what this is. This is a lifestyle. You're never off of this ride. And I'm like, shit, no truer words have ever been spoken. So like that makes all the sense to me. I'm grateful for hearing that because we are sto- we're told like you've got to get this much protein and you've got to do this and you've got to do that and da, da, da. and it's like if you can't do that it's okay you're not going to fucking die like you're going to be fine. Right. These are goals. Yes. They're not the 10 commandments. Right. You know what I mean? And you're going to be okay if you're not even if you go like 4 days in a row and you're like mm-hmm. I only got 40 grams of protein like or whatever, right. you know. Still focus on getting your protein but just know that if you're full for four days straight and you don't have any like need or want to eat the things like you can listen to your body and you're going to be okay you're still going to be healthy now that's me speaking at 10 months post-op sure (laughs) and I will say as well just because Karen in Wyoming gets paid to tell you how good real good food is don't go buy $80 worth of it at Costco because guess what? It's disgusting. It's not real. It's not good. And it's not food. We're never going to be sponsored by them. Uh-uh. And honestly, if they give me a million dollars and start shelling it and you guys will all wink, wink, nudge, nudge, know that it's bullshit because I only give me money. But I'm just saying, <laughs> like, I've talked so much shit about them publicly on Instagram and on this podcast. They're never going to give us money. But it's gross. It's gross food. And don't listen to the bullshit. Like literally listen to your body. But you have to realize that this honeymoon phase of the first year post-surgery is for you to relearn what your body needs, truly needs, and develop new instincts. Yes. It's the habit forming time. I don't think that you are only losing weight in the first year. I think that's absolute bullshit, but I think you're that's the prime sweet spot to develop the habits mm-hmm. that you need. 1000%. Yeah. 
So what are some bad habits that you have then? <laughs> bad habits? <laughs> Jesus. That took a hard right turn. No, because um, we're saying, oh, like I was saying in our group on Sunday, I don't want to say pizza is a bad food and I no. should be punished for eating yeah. it. And spinach is a good food and I should be worshipped for eating it. Yeah. You know, or like we put too much weight on cauliflower. Let's just let cauliflower be cauliflower. Does it <laughs> have to be rice and a pizza crust and everything else? No. But it's nice that it is because actually cauliflower pizza crust is bomb. But I'm just saying, like, I don't, I didn't go through all this bullshit and the surgery and all this other life-changing stuff to be like, this food's bad and this food's good. Yeah. So I think as far as a bad habit goes, one of my bad habits is the time. I'm not even going to talk about food. It's the time that I reach for food. It's when I'm full from eating something else Mm -hmm. or when I'm thirsty and I'm reaching for food. Mm. that's all the bad habits for me, you know, like it's, and it's also the mentality. Like I've said before, multiple times I can binge on the like healthiest Holy grail of foods. It's a mentality for me. Marshmallows. What? <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah. Like marshmallows? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 <clears throat> and also I want to say, I have had a lot of success in my weight loss journey and I have not completely cut out sugar. I have eaten rice. I probably go for sushi once a week. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, there's a lot of shit that like I wanted to hear pre-op that my life was going to feel normal. And yeah. I will say that if you commit to a different way of life, you can have all the things that you want. It's just really methodical. It's really thought out. It's something that like is a once in a while. Exactly. Like you just treat it as something that, and I have changed my, my rhetoric around it. I call it junk food. Like I'd say that this is trash. This is actual garbage, right? Like when I eat a marshmallow, I'm like, this is actual bullshit food. This is all GMO filled. This is all nasty. Like it's bad. It's gross, but I'm choosing to eat it because I want it. And then I glorify and I like, like really raise up like, oh, I'm having a fucking green smoothie. It's all organic. It's, it feels good. My cells are happy. This is happy food. This is great stuff. You know what I mean? So I'm, I'm changing the way that I think about a treat. And the new treat for me is the stuff that I know that my body wants and craves. Not like, oh, I'm going to like the garbage food is like garbage. But I yeah. choose to eat it still. You know, I just had a shamrock sh- milkshake. <laughs> you know what I mean? So like there's all those things to kind of come into play. So I think for me, the bad habits are definitely the timing of when I want to eat shit food. Um, it's always late at night. It's always when I'm feeling kind of like snacky, but I'm really just I probably just need water. I'm just like super dehydrated at that point. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, yeah, like the mindlessness. What about you? Hmm. For the first I don't know, 10 months or so, I was still pretty restrictive. Uh And I was, if someone was going to give me a grade on following the surgeon's rules, I was getting an A plus for sure. Yeah. And that was fine. But I felt like it was feeding my OCD tendencies quite a bit. Mm -hmm. And I don't, once I recognize it, I'm like, oh, that's unhealthy for me that I want to change it. So I didn't snack much. Um, I also didn't drink protein shakes or anything like I thought I would. Mm-hmm. Um, I got like some, I, I had a bunch of flavors and I had a bunch of um, like those like fake cookies, like the Adkin cookies and yeah. like in Reese's peanut butter cups and stuff. But unfortunately for me, 
they the only dumping syndromes I had there was two of them were from eating that stuff yeah sugar-free yeah so and that's just such a shitty feeling you like don't ever want to have it again like you want to avoid it at all costs so um, I know for me there are some like trigger foods that are kind of a slippery slope popcorn is one of them mm-hmm. and I haven't had popcorn since surgery it kind of hurt my stomach before surgery um, like the greasy, like movie theater popcorn. Like I would have a tummy ache after I ate it, but I loved it so much. Yeah. I just haven't let myself really do that one again. Um, one of my favorite, like late night snacks, pre-surgery, I would make a pop- bag of popcorn and then I would put some cheese slices and some salami slices on the side and eat that. And that was like, I would do it like probably three or four times a week before I go to bed. And I just don't let myself go there anymore Um, because I know for me, not that it's a bad food, but it's like once I open that Pandora's box, I don't know if I can close it again. So I just don't want to tempt myself. It's kind of like an alcoholic. Like I'm not even going to go in the bar. Right. Um, Or have like an O'Doul's or whatever. Um, But I do have addiction uh, tendencies, addictive Mm -hmm. personality tendencies. So I just know like it's okay for me just to not have that. Yeah. Uh, But snacking wise now I've kind of opened um the door to that because I feel like because I was so good for so long now it's a little bit second nature of like okay I can tell I haven't had enough protein or I can tell if I need to add some veggies or whatever so I've kind of loosened up a bit and uh I added for example like cream cheese to my diet um I wasn't really eating cream cheese because I thought it was giving me constipation, but I think it was just the surgery in general was causing the constipation. Yeah. And that's gotten so much better now. Like I added some cream cheese. I was pretty much keto and carb free. And um, I would eat egg whites and like bacon for breakfast. And that started making my stomach upset. So now lately I've been eating half a bagel with cream cheese and a sausage patty for breakfast. And I forgot how much I love carbs. <laughs> uh, I'm definitely a carboholic, but I didn't like gain any weight or anything from it, you know, and it actually was selling my tummy better. And I was like, okay, that's fine. You know, like you just have to, I'm learning to just listen to my body, but snack wise, some of my unhealthier snacks, even though most of them are healthy, uh, would definitely be like chips, crackers, and Cheez-Its. And I say unhealthy because I can sit and eat a whole box of eat Cheez-Its even after surgery um, because they're slider foods and they don't yeah. really do anything for my body. But sometimes I just want some fucking Cheez-Its. I'm going to eat them. So yeah. whatever. Um, but yeah. And then the other thing lately isn't really snacky, but um, I was doing just cauliflower crust pizza and I was like at a party and they had regular pizza and they didn't have cauliflower. So I was like, well, I'll just eat some pizza. And I was like, I, uh, this is amazing. I forgot how good real pizza is <laughs> now in the past before surgery, I would have put four or five slices down. No problem. This time I put one and a half slices down and it's like, it's fine. Yeah. Like, no big deal. You know? So it's a little bit of portion control, but listening to my body and trusting the tool and, it's fine, you know? So those are like my, like, I don't know, not like, I don't want to assign shame or pride to either food, good or bad. Yeah. But those are my, like, I just can mindlessly eat 
pizza. I can mindlessly eat um, crackers. I told you earlier, I did eat some sugar-free chocolate chips with some sugar-free Cool Whip today. Yeah. And I forgot that the sugar-free makes my stomach empty. So I feel lighter, but I was glad I was home. <laughs> yeah. It tasted good at the time, you know. For sure. Now I'm hungry and I want to go eat some Cheez-Its. But it's yeah, nervous. you know, it's just, you, I, I think I've shared this before. Two nights before surgery, I cried in bed. Yes. Because pizza. I thought I'd never eat pizza again. And I was okay with, I didn't do a food, food funeral like some people do. I didn't go out and eat all my favorite foods. I just was like, whatever, I'm done with it. Yeah. Um, but I was really grieved that I wouldn't eat pizza again. And Here happy to are. report, I ate pizza today for lunch. So awesome. Just know that you probably can eat. You can eat everything and anything after surgery for the most part. It's just much smaller portions and typically a healthier choice you know like I made sure there's some veggies on the pizza (laughs) well and that's the whole thing too like to your point about chips I snack on chips every now and again Mm -hmm. but the thing is it's not just like me with my face in the fucking bag like it used to be pre-op like I'll be more intentional I'll put like 10 chips on a plate with like some protein and some you know fiber or whatever like you know I'll put it with like my apple slices or whatever like Mm -hmm. I I have balance in my snacks and when I want something that is not nutritionally sound like a couple of Tostitos or whatever I'll make sure I partner it with a protein and fiber so that I can feel full right and it's not just a slider food on its own you know and then at least there's a little bit more substantial additions to it so it becomes a snack that's a little I don't know more well-rounded and it feels better in your stomach because with this surgery you can eat an entire box to your point like you can eat an entire box of cheese it's no problem you can eat an entire bag of popcorn easy <laughs> but you just have to be aware of what you're doing and it's not to say that there are times where you're just like I just want to be mindless and I just want to have slider foods and I just want to sit down and eat all these things but again, like balance is key. So we need to, you know, be aware of those things. So yeah, like when I, it comes to snacking oh, though, mm-hmm. no, go ahead. Go ahead. I was going to say like, I eat Ritz crackers, but I'll eat it with some fruit. Yeah. Cause exactly. honestly fruit by itself kind of makes my stomach hurt. <laughs> One of my go-to recent snacks and I used to, I did take a shit on built bars. Okay. Mm-hmm. Publicly. I was like, ew, nasty, nasty, nasty. So. What I have found, and I've done a lot of, like, protein bar um, research, let's call it. (laughs) Um, And by research, I mean I've eaten a lot of protein bars. I know that they are, like, garbage as well, right? So I'm fully aware of it. I just like them because I find that they help me um, just get through some of those, like, sweet cravings that I have. And they're all pretty, like, severe that I, that I get personally. So anyways, I found built Bars that I actually like. And it's this different category of built Bars, and they're the puff kind. So they're basically, like, satisfying this, like, marshmallow craving that I have. If you guys don't already know, I'm, like, a total marshmallow person. <laughs> I don't know what it is, texture, sweetness, all of it. It's just my favorite. So anyway, you talked about your go-to snack pre-surgery. Mine was melting marshmallows into popcorn. Like that was legit what I would do for hours. I would eat an edible. I would get super fucking high and I would just sit there and like melt marshmallows in the microwave with my popcorn. I would eat popcorn balls constantly. It's really funny. But anyway, so 
that being said, the built puff bars, I put them in the microwave for like 10 seconds. I put whipped cream on them and I put a little bit of like fresh cut strawberries with it. And it becomes this like very decadent dessert for me. I actually learned it. It was a tip from one of the other girls that's on Instagram. And that has become kind of like my nighttime desserty snack of sorts. Um, it's 150 calories. It's all garbage. Okay. Like I'm recognizing it and I'm saying this right. It's loaded with all kinds of bullshit, but it's 150 calories. There's a little bit of protein in it, whatever. I feel really satisfied when I eat them and I like them. So that's why that's the, that's what I've chosen. The other thing is it's not like sugar-free whipped cream. Like I eat regular whipped cream because I don't eat a whole ton of it. I have like, you know, strawberries, which have cart, like all the things. So for me, that works. Mm -hmm. Um, what other snacks do I do Hmm. besides chips and then melted protein bars? Mm -hmm. (laughs) Uh, that's kind of it. (laughs) I don't really snack a lot. I really don't snack very much. And if I do, like, I always have nuts at work. So like, if I feel like I'm just Oh, I gotta eat something. I'll have some nuts, but yeah. for the most part, I don't. I don't really often snack. That's okay. Oof. It comes the waves. Sorry, I'm tired. Mm-hmm. It is two a.m. We're doing all this work. I mean, basically <laughs> in your body, guys. Work. It is nine o'clock at night. I know. <laughs> I do Let like clear. A, my Fitbit tracks my sleep, and it says I woke up ten times last night. Oh. Oh, no but the they worst. said it's common like to see 10 to 12 whatever it's annoying wow yeah that sucks well um can you tell everyone where to find us and we'll wrap this absolutely so you can find us at ittybittybellycommittee.com sign up for one of our support groups we're going to be adding a new one soon um or actually maybe at the time of the release of this podcast we may have one on tuesday mm-hmm. an early t- tuesday morning uh support group meeting but anyways you can also find us at ittybittybelly committee on instagram uh you can find crystal ibbc underscore crystal you can find me ibbc underscore stacy on instagram um we also have a facebook account we have an email it's itty team at gmail.com call leave us a voicemail if you want to come on our podcast we'd love to have you and if you need support always reach out let us know how can we support you we want to be here for you and we have some amazing support groups they're all women they're all the most amazing people within the VSG or RNY weight loss surgery community. And yeah. And we love you. And we do love you. Thank you for supporting us on here. We love chatting, even though Crystal is yawning. She's loving this. <laughs> ah, I know. I'm just an old lady, guys. She just needs her beauty sleep. I get it. I do too. I need to sleep more. That's for sure. I want a snack. I'm hungry. (laughs) I love you. I hope you have a good night. And thanks for hanging with me. Everybody have a nice week. (laughs) Yep. Till next time. All righty. Bye. Bye.